Hi friends, back again with us Dreambots Today we're going to read you a story about Grumpy Disabled Witch Oh, what is Grumpy, Charles? Grumpy looks like angry and so confused to know what is the meaning Okay, so let's hear about the story, okay? Okay, okay. And, and you should say Every time you should say stop saying because of Charles Lambert and one of the Lambert's. Okay, don't say that again. Okay, let's hear the story, friends. Enjoy. Yeah. Grumpy Grisabel, written by Becky Davis, illustrated by Sarah Jennings. Pesky fairies again! cried Grisabel. She crumpled up the pink invitation that had just been posted through her letterbox and jammed her pointy black hat on her head. Everywhere I turn there's another fairy tea party full of pink pests. She grabbed her cloak, slammed her front door behind her and stomped through the woods. Grisabel was in a bad mood, but for her that wasn't unusual. She was a grumpy witch by nature, and the longer she lived in Bluebell Wood, the grumpier she became. The reason was clear. Fairies, she roared again, tearing fistfuls of sparkly ribbon from a nearby tree. As well as being her home, Bluebell Wood was positively packed with fairies. Grisabel had tolerated them when they had first settled amongst the gnarled trees, but as time passed, more fairies had joined them and Grisabel's patience had worn out. She was the only witch for miles around, and she was surrounded by glitter and sparkles and frivolous talk. They cannot even do real magic, Grisabel grumbled herself. All they do is faff about with flowers and make ridiculous rainbows. Without realizing, Grisabel had stomped her way into a ring of toadstools. She heard voices and realized her mistake. Quickly, she hid herself behind a nearby bush. Gathered in the midst of a toadstools was a jolly group of fairies, enjoying a picnic amongst the trees. I do declare this is the most wonderful picnic yet! Trailed Ruby as she munched on a tiny star-shaped sandwich. Such a marvelous spread! Agreed, agreed Martha, reaching for an icing-covered pastry. And the decorations look superb, added Krista happily. Grisabel peered round her bush. She could see jellies and trifles and stacks of cupcakes with strawberry icing. The trees had been adorned with streamers and absolutely everything was pink. Yuck, Grisabel muttered. She was just about to sneak off when she heard her name mentioned by one of the fairies. Did you give Grisabel the invitation, Ruby? asked Krista brightly. She should be here by now. Yes, I did, replied Ruby, then she hesitated. I posted it through her letterbox. I could hear her inside. She didn't sound too happy. Oh dear, said Krista. I really hope she'd come this time. How do we show her we just want to be friends? Grisabel had heard enough and slipped away. Hmm, she grumbled rubbing at a crick in her back. Be friends with those dancing dimwits? Not likely. She continued through the forest, muttering angrily to herself all the while. She was so absorbed that she almost ran into the small, two small children who had been picking fruits in the woods. 
The children were dressed as fairies complete with glittering wings. They look up at Crisabel, taking in her striped tights, crooked nose, nose and pointy hat before Grisabel could even open her mouth to say hello. They scream. Help! They cried. The witch has come to get us! They dropped their baskets of apples and ran shrieking through the trees. Grisabel sighed sadly. That's it, she said. I've had enough. I won't stay in this wood one minute longer. She marched decisively back the way she had came. Farewell, Ribbon, she cried. Goodbye, Glitter, and good riddance to fairies. She rounded the corner and suddenly saw a frilly heap in front of her on the path. It was one of the children. The poor thing was crying quietly and turned to Grisabel in fright. Grisabel stopped where she was. It's okay, child, she said. Don't be afraid. But little girl only cried harder. I won't hurt you, said Grisabel. See? She pulled out her wand slowly and gave it a flick. A toy rabbit appeared and floated gently over to the girl. She stopped crying and hesitated for a moment before reaching out to take it. What's wrong? asked Grisabel. I twisted my ankle, sniffed the girl quietly. My friend Sarah's gone for help. I see, and what's your name? Jennifer, she said into the rabbit's fur. Grisabel moved a little closer, then she knelt down and waved her wand again. My ankle, cried Jennifer, surprised. You fix it, but I thought witches were mean and scary. Yes, well, mm, mumbled Grisabel, but before she could say more, the little girl had thrown her arms around her neck. Thank you, she whispered. Then she stood up slowly and tested her ankle. Sarah will never believe me when I tell her. Goodbye. And with that, she skipped off. Grisabel smiled to herself, popping her wand in her pocket as she got to her feet. Then she noticed Jennifer's basket of apple lying forgotten. Wait, she cried, snatching up the basket and running after her. But she hadn't gone far when she tripped over a tree root and landed in a heap off of the forest floor. Bother, she said, examining her broken glasses. She reached for her wand to repair them, only to find that it had snapped clean in half when she fell. Double butter, she said, looking round at the trees. To Grisabel, they were a mess of blurred shapes. How on earth was she was he going to able to find her way home? Grisabel took a deep breath and started walking in what she hoped was the right direction. But after she had tripped over her fourth tree root, she gave us hope, gave up hope, and slumped forlornly against a tree. It began to rain, and a single tear rolled down her worthy nose. But just then, she felt a tiny tug at her sleeve, and something was placed into her hand. She looked down and saw her glasses and wand, both fixed as good as new. It was the fairies. They had come to rescue her. Crucible was lost for words. We mended them for you, Bim Ruby. It was easy to fit the pieces together, and they, then they just needed a sprinkling of, of fairy dust. Oh, thank you, thank you, Crucible cried. You wonderful, clever, kind creatures, but she gaps. Why won't you help me when I'm always so horrid to you? The fairy smiled at her. That's what friends are for, they said. Grisabel went to bed that night in a thoughtful mood, and when she woke in the morning, she felt somehow different. As she was about to leave her cottage, she noticed two new pieces of mail lying on her doormat. Picking them up, she saw that one of was an invitation to the next fairy picnic. Instead of screwing it up, she pinned it to her notice board carefully before looking at the other piece of paper. It was a drawing of her from the little girl. 
Crucible stuck it on her wall at once and stood back to admire it. You know, she said, I think I'll stay in Bluebellwood after all. Thank you, Jennifer. The end. That's it, friends. The story about Grumpy Crucible. So what do you think, Charles? Is it a good story? It's, it's scary but nicey. What is scary? Because of Jennifer said, why uh, are witches just mean and or are just witches mean and scary? But Grisabel is not mean and scary, right? Yeah. But why? But she's so clumsy, right? <laughs> yeah. She fell on the root of the tree, right? <laughs> and then she broke her glasses. She cannot see. And then the one also cut into two, right? Like half? Yes. Like when the circle in hope. Mm-hmm. It's like this. But what's the moral of the story? Always be friends and never be grumpy. Mm-hmm. If you be grumpy, no one will be able to play with you mm. but we should help everyone when everyone just bad mood or mm-hmm. good mood mm-hmm. or even when nice or horrid because mm-hmm. of that what that what's that is what our friends supposed to do okay oh well, good job charles thank you for the moral of the story from you what is moral It's the the message of the story, okay? So friends, that's the moral of the story according to Charles. I hope you enjoyed the story. See you next time. Bye. Bye. With Dalim.